What's that wagon rolling into town? It's the podcast wagon. What you got for sale on the back of your wagon? <laughs> what you got for sale, sir? Here, just some podcasts. Oh, what's the podcast on this week, Governor? It's on jealousy. I want one. Me too. I'm jealous. Oh. Me too. I'm jealous. I thought I, I was doing different one. voices. Yeah. What a great start to the podcast. I feel like I'm fully. Couldn't be more listening. immersed. <laughs> You're loving it. Yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm Welcome a... to the podcast, everyone. It's the Debrief Podcast with me, Tessa. And me, Stevie. And today we are doing um, a podcast on how to, I suppose, get over jealousy. Deal with. How to deal with jealousy. That was a podcast idea that was uh, suggested to us by um, Emma, who's on Twitter. Uh, she, she's tweeting it at I am Emma T. Hello, Emma. Hello, Emma, and thank you for your lovely suggestion. Yes, because we are going through suggestions. If you email us a suggestion, we will do it if we are allowed. (laughs) And uh, some of them are crazy, so don't think that. uh, This is a rigorous process. And we'll do it for you now. Tessa, should we do a podcast on jealousy? Yes, please. There we go. (laughs) That's that's the process. Or sometimes it doesn't go to plan. Tessa, can we do a podcast on how I like ice cream? What's the point? Uh, I just want to get sent some free ice cream. No, then. right there. See, rigorous, rigorous, always honesty. Um, this the jealousy one really resonated. Are you a jealous woman? I don't think so. Why did it resonate with you, Tessa? I just thought it resonated as like, well, maybe I am a jealous woman. I think everyone's jealous. A that's cruel, what I'm saying. Jealous woman. No, I didn't. No, uh, you know, you've added cruel, <laughs> but like jealous woman. A cruel old hag, <laughs> jealous, <laughs> jealous woman. Yes, Stevie, I am. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I think everyone has a propensity to be jealous or envious. Otherwise, I just like every negative emotion. We all have a tendency towards it. Otherwise, we'd just be like, you can't see, but like this. Imagine like a mushroom had a face. So when I say, are you a jealous woman? You're not only. You probably just have maybe tendencies. <laughs> that was my only, yeah, my only, only quality. Uh, oh, you know, Tessa, a jealous, jealous woman. Um, <laughs> I, I guess so, definitely. Before I ask you about what adult thing you're doing, just so it doesn't surprise you like I did last week, I uh, have a fact about how to distinguish the word jealousy from envy. Because I thought the only distinguishing factor was um, envy's like, all right, a good one, and jealousy's evil. That's what I thought it was. Um <laughs> She laughs, but has she thought about it? No. Does she have the answer? I think Envy was. I thought it was Uh, a hat. Oh, yeah, I thought they were the same word. I thought they were just like... (laughs) I wasn't laughing. I was at you. I was just... No, I know. You're very funny. Thank you. Good save. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You bitch. I thought they were just the same word. Yes, I understand. As do most people. Um... But I have a lot of time on my hands, so I looked it up. Let's learn more about the linguistics. Yes, please. Yes. So um, jealousy distinguishes from envy because jealousy always involves a third party. So if you are um, trying to uh, get a better job than someone else um, to impress your boss or trying to do something, that doesn't make any sense. If you're trying to do something at work, um, better than someone else to impress your boss that's jealousy if you are two sisters and you are uh, rivaling for your parents affections that is jealousy if you're in like a, a love triangle and there's some sort of uh, you want something that's jealousy because there's a third person involved wow envy is um, is literally just is I would like a thing that person has um, so if someone has got a, like a really expensive bag and you're like, oh, I want to be expensive and have an expensive bag, that's envy. Okay, so more letters, more people involved. 
Exactly. That's a good way of... of uh... So jealousy, more people involved. In which case, I'd like to retract because I am not a particularly jealous person. No, I was thinking that. I don't think I've ever been like rivaling for someone's mm. other, uh, someone else. It's always I like... Do, I do have I want a, to be expensive a person. younger sister. Hi. Hi. Hi, Amy. Obviously a lot of love there. <laughs> Hi. Are you all right? <laughs> what do you want? She, no. I just know she Amy's an absolute legend. She's absolutely great. She, I just know she doesn't listen. No. Um, so sort great. of pointless. What a bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stupid girl, not listening. Um, but I do, I do have a sister and I definitely, I don't know if it was jealousy so much, but definitely things that were born of jealousy. Yeah. For sure. So you just contradicted yourself. You said, well, I'm not a jealous person, but I do have a sister. I, I was at born out of jealousy like, for I, sure. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to articulate. Yes. Like, I don't remember her ever, I don't remember ever being jealous of anything she was getting, but I imagine lots of our like bickering and arguing when we were younger was born of jealousy. So I can't remember an action of being like, oh, Amy got this and I was jealous of it. Yeah, yeah. But I imagine just like, it wasn't I wanted anything in particular. I just wanted all, all the love. Again, you have contradicted yourself. So that is jealousy. It's not like Amy had the love and I wanted it. No, of it's course. just I wanted it all. But you want to make sure that you, you solidified that love and that you got everything. Okay, so in which case, I'm I a jealous woman. horrible person. <laughs> a horrible girl. Yes. Oh, um, dear. No, that's fine. Thankfully, the podcast covers both. Um, <laughs> and before we start... Before we delve on in already, I feel ill-equipped to unpack this level same. of emotion. I've got some bullet points. We'll see what happens. Um, we've done some Googling. Um... What adult thing have you done this week, Tessa? Yeah, mine's an absolute cracker. Great, please continue. Uh, I started doing squats while I wait for the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> that is good, actually. Because it's only a few minutes. Yeah, of course. The timer's on. And it's still quite a lot of squats, so you must feel the burn. Not as much as it's burning in the microwave. <laughs> very good. Thank you. Doesn't make too much sense, but very good. No, they don't burn in there. and I've, No, it's I'm explode. very scared of the microwave. No, me too. Uh, once I put a cup of milk in there when I was babysitting for 12 minutes. Oh, exploded. dear. Yes. I put a jack potato in for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah, it took 20 minutes to realise that was a mistake. And it was like this, this shriveled, popping, on-fire mess. Guys, be safe with your microwave. Anyway, I've started um, doing squats while I wait for... Tessa's is doing a sort of action that is definitely not squats. <laughs> I have a feeling she's jumping up and down. That's what she I thinks squats I do- are. I can. I actually learned how to do a proper squat. Yes. Yeah. Go on then. No. Um. Do you want to do a squat? And I'll tell you if you're doing it. Okay. And squat. Yes. It's all about you do it until you feel a real tension in your butt. Guys, I did three and I'm exhausted. And she did them correctly as well. Yes. But that looking at the ceiling is a good tip. Yeah. I didn't know that. Top tip. Uh, What's yours, please? My thing. I don't know uh, if anyone listening will have had one of these. I recently had a cervical smear. Um, anyone listening will have heard about this in the summer, in the summer months. Um, and it came back abnormal. So don't panic if you do get an abnormal smear. That's actually a very good point because I didn't panic, but I was like, oh. But when you do have an abnormal cervical smear, you will have to have a colposcopy, which sounds terrifying. So obviously when they were like, please come in for your colposcopy, I was like, oh God. And the first thing I normally do with these things is Google. So I didn't. I just was like, I'm not going to Google. I'm just going to go in. um, Be surprised. (laughs) Sort of like when I go and see a film now, I don't read the reviews beforehand because I want to just go and experience it like the film intended. Go and experience your colposcopy like your colposcopy (laughs) intended. As God intended. As God intended. And so I went to the lovely Whittington Hospital in Highgate. It was, uh, thank you very much to those ladies. And, um... It was absolutely fine. Like, it didn't hurt. It just felt very odd. It's one of those things... It's basically, basically they, they put a little camera 
up here, uh, little lady. You can look in real time when it's happening, or like me, you can choose not to. And then they like look around and take some photos, and then they'll then decide what the next step is. And um, uh, the next step could be, again, a range of things, but a colposcopy is absolutely fine. And then afterwards, out of interest, I googled it to see what I would have seen if I'd Googled it beforehand. And there are loads of people being like, oh God, it's not this. Like, and I would have been terrified. And I cannot stress, if you fully relax and don't tense up, you just fully relax. It's like spending a long time putting a tampon in, but another woman's doing it. And then you see pictures of it afterwards. <laughs> you know, we've all done that. I don't mind hearing it. I just think... You know, we also have a number of male listeners and... Okay, I well, I can talk about how they, they, to... they put a camera up my penis. No, <laughs> <laughs> everyone not to be, you know, let's, as, you know just not to be freaking out. Um, if your girlfriend or a female friend is having a colposcopy, you can now say, oh, I listened to a podcast, apparently it's fine. That'll be helpful. Yeah, they'll love that. <laughs> really? <laughs> don't you think if a man was like, oh, don't worry about your colposcopy. If they said, don't worry about your colposcopy, like, stop being a hysterical woman, sure. But if they were like, oh, I heard about it on a podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. and a, and a woman stuff. said... That's good stuff. Don't because panic. the abnormal thing uh, is no, something It's not that, necessarily bad. But that comes up for a lot of people. Oh. And actually, it's only when, like, a couple of your friends have had an abnormal one that you start to be like, oh, I guess abnormal is yeah. actually quite a regular thing to come back as. Yeah. But coming, that, getting that letter that says abnormal on it in yeah. massive letters... In massive letters as well. It's like the, the letter is in like size 12 font and the word abnormal is in 73. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. It's eight different pieces of paper with the word abnormal written across it. One letter per paper. And you string it up like bunting in your kitchen. The so worst bunting. The worst bunting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you start to freak out. Um, but don't, don't, don't let yourself panic about okay. that. Otherwise you're just immediately like, well, my vagina's going to drop off. Yeah, of course. That's everyone's first reaction. Yeah, that's my immediate. <laughs> well, that's that gone. That's that how done. Will I, how will I cope without that piece of equipment? <laughs> okay. Um, I've been a real mess without mine. <laughs> oh, I'd be, I'd be in such a state oh, if I didn't have a vagina. Such a, such a pickle if my vagina dropped off. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Oh, how would I cope? Oh, right. All right. Come on. Jealousy. Oh, I'm jealous that your vagina hasn't dropped off. There we go. Jealousy. Um, I think you're envious, actually, because you're not fighting for someone else's affection. That is very true. But what I didn't mention was an old wizard in the corner. <laughs> There's no one else here. He's watching everything. Um, so, uh, Tessa, do you have any opening thoughts on uh, jealousy? I've been reading uh, something called Conquer Your Critical Inner Voice by Dr. Lisa Firestone. What uh, a name! I know. She should have done something else, quite I'm frankly. I'm Miss Firestone. Yeah, she needed to abandon ship yeah. and her doctorate and oh, go yeah. and fight crime oh yeah yeah what was I going to a shop called Lisa. Firestone what were you thinking oh a shop crime or a shop Lisa those <laughs> are your sells grills. not a doctorate <laughs> in psychology um, anyway the jealousy is all to do with low self-esteem it's all oh. to do with, as in ding 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 as in that's the low self-esteem ding D- I know what it is sorry Boo! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Now mine's got worse. Um, um, as of many things, it's less to do with that person getting that thing that you want, yeah. or that having that bag, or that person's love. And as so often, it's to do with your own, your own self-esteem, and you are your own so worst oft. enemy. I, I know situations I've been in where I've been like, oh wow, I'm I'm experiencing envy, and it's been it's been that calm, guys. Mm-hmm. And I've dealt with it by speaking to, to the person directly, or however I've dealt with it. But then I know people who are close to me who have had that exact same thing happen, and they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like they're fine, and it's because 
they're in a place in their career or life or relationship or anything where they are secure in their position. So they're like, okay, but that, that's happened. That's okay because I'll get that at another point. Yes. As Baz Luhrmann says, sometimes you're ahead, sometimes you're behind. The race is long. And in the end? It's only with yourself. Mm. Dance like a funky chicken. Is literally just the beacon that's coming from inside the person, whether it's, you know, a, a strong beacon or a beacon of weakness. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and also to time and it's all relative. Yeah, like if actually confidence. Somebody, and confidence. And like actually if like someone came up to you and said like, a 17-year-old came up and said like, mm, I actually got an A star in my French. 17-year-old oh. me would be so jealous. But 20... 20... Mm, mm, 20-year-old me. Um, fine. 20-year-old me. Yeah. fine. Because it's all about where you are. That's why people he, who are older are often not all the time. But sometimes we'll have a sort of... Um, Oh, what I don't need don't mean melancholy. I mean mellow, mellow quality to them. Melon. And they have lots of melons. <laughs> Me- and mellow, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because they, like, they're mm-hmm. not sparked up by those things anymore because they've experienced it and they know the race is long and in the end it's only with yourself. Exactly. And then they know that things come in waves and that you'll have things that people will be jealous of. Of course. And which you definitely have got. Even though you're you? like even though you might be sitting there listening, wearing a Hessian sack. And I mean, if you're wearing a Hessian sack, that just sounds so lovely, doesn't it? Beautiful. Hessian Even when we're, we're already jealous. I'm jealous of a Hessian sack. And you haven't got a job or a house or any stability or, or you feel like oh, no one would be jealous of me. Yeah. Then I promise you, you've got something. You've probably got great hair. Great hair, stuff you haven't even thought. Like, you're just like probably a really fabulous fun, teeth, a fun girl. Good eyes. You're all just non, non-appearance-based things. You're just like a great laugh. Good at that. Really good at hurdles. You can draw a nice picture. You write good cards on birthdays. You, oh, you write good cards. Yeah. You choose great presents. You've got an excellent taste in crisps. You're pointing at me. I don't eat crisps, but I feel like I have now. (laughs) Thank you. Always choose a good one. You always choose the right ones. Anyway, so people are jealous of you. And even if you think, "Mm, not me, I promise you. They are, yeah. And also, it doesn't go... Like, it goes away in terms of it mellows, but you will. there will always be somebody that gets the thing or has the thing or does the thing. You go, oh, I would quite fancy that. And whether you are... Um, fired up and really upset by it and however you, you like react emotionally to it um, later down the line you may react slightly less emotionally but it will always you'll always be like oh that, that person got that like we are never you're never going to be completely on an even playing field with everyone on the planet um, and you're also never going to be the best even Bill Gates anything. is jealous of like other people's hair I imagine because <laughs> his is quite thinning but he's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that's one that's one way of looking at it um I'm trying to think of the person that I'm like, who would put, like, who's the person? And it's always Beyonce. But I'm sure she gets anxious about other people's albums dropping at the same time. She's probably looking at Taylor Swift being like, well, she got that amount of, like, YouTube. I've got to get that. What she's done, like, if someone else has, like, a visual album. Well, crucially, what's the thing that I refuse to believe that happened to Beyonce? You know? She got cheesed on. Yeah. You refuse to believe... Yeah, Tessa refuses to believe it even though she did a full visual album about it and then the person who cheated on her did a full visual album in response saying that he did. And it's completely understandable because I don't understand a world in which someone cheats on Beyonce. I don't understand it. But it shows that it's we're It's really all divided human. the camp over here, but I just... It's divided the camp, but it hasn't because I'm fully with you, but I've just accepted it because I've got like a rotten soul and believe that believe the humans it. are just bad. Imagine that when you try and tell things to your grandma and your grandma's like, no. And you're like, <laughs> yes, it, it, yes, it is. Yeah. That's what it's like with me. Anyway, so I'm 
look how she must be feeling. Peak jealousy. Yes. You know, imagine how she must have felt that like a, and there was another woman involved. And then she, Beyonce is literally at home in her enormous mansion with her thousands of Grammys. Having written loads of songs about like, leave him, like to the left, to the left. Empowering Such songs. empowering And then songs. being like, oh, I'm being cheated on. I'm being cheated on. And then lying at home on the face down on the floor being like, what did she have that I didn't have? And she's yeah. literally Beyonce. And she's got everything. But that's the point. We don't all have everything. Like, that no one has everything. Point. That is why he didn't do it. <laughs> Sorry, yes, he didn't do it. So well, what, a, what a pointless example from me and there. So I've written here at the top of my list, crucially, you want that. I'll just quote a wise man, Tessa. She said, if you look at someone or something, someone tells you that they've done something and you kind of go a bit like, oh, that's because you've either eaten something dodgy or you want that thing. And that's like a good indicator that Absolutely. you should do it. If you recall, Stevie said a very clever thing that was about how she didn't lie awake at night thinking about how much she wanted to be a Formula One driver. Because <laughs> I don't. Because you don't. I can't and drive. So if, which leads me seamlessly to what Dr. Daniel Sigel says, that when you feel those feelings of jealousy, you have to consider what's being stirred up. And you use the acronym SIFT, S-I-F-T. You're sifting through sensations, images, feelings, and thoughts. And so if, you know, this jealous feeling has happened and you have to sort of sit back and be like, let me just take stock of this. Where has this come from? Yeah. Um, and uh, is it uh, is it the current scenario a trigger of something old? Is this like, oh, I'm being treated like this? Is like this I making, was in my childhood. Is this making me remember a thing about how I was treated as a kid? Is yes. it that feeling of being left out in the playground? Is Aww. it is it a dynamic... Uh, is it a long-held negative self-perception that's just being reinforced when you do something? And so quite often it's not just like, oh, that woman has a good bag or that per- that man has a better got the promotion and I didn't or that person got a book deal or that, that Janie's... girl's got a bigger hat than me. She's got a massive hat. Mm. Or bloody Janie's engaged again. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Constantly engaged. Is, are those individual things reinforcing your own personal negative self-perception which are like, no one's ever going to marry me. I'm never going to get a job. I'll never have a big hat. Like, yeah, my hats are, they, are always too small. Are they just like feeding your own personal narrative that you've invented that is, this is the person I am and... And these things all just prove that. God. Oh, bloody That's hell. That's really good. And that is, I can imagine, what the root of a loss of jealousy yeah, in Yeah, absolutely. Is. You can really, like, see that. Because quite a lot of things, yeah, you're like, I mean, yeah, I have nothing to say because it's just like, <laughs> move yeah. to tears. <laughs> I'm growing up all of my face. Well, that's the end of that then. Um, no, I was going to say, I was going to add to that. Because you know, I've read that a lot of evolutionary psychologists think that we developed jealousy and envy as humans, they always look at like what our emotions are doing for us and why mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm. them because there's always a reason we do everything. They see it as an emotion that shouldn't be suppressed but heeded, so like listened to, like you're saying. And I just thought it was interesting as like a sidebar, our behaviours are there to guide us and your feelings. I think the initial feeling when I get jealousy or envy, I immediately go, oh God, I'm a horrible person. This is horrible. Like, why am mm-hmm. I doing this? And actually, that should not be your first port of call because your body, your brain is literally telling you something. And so um, I read that the point of fear is so that you take action and protect yourself from being eaten or um, to take yourself out of like a horrible situation that could harm you. When you're happy, you get happy because your brain is trying to motivate you to pursue things because you'll, you'll be more likely to like try stuff out and like be creative about your own life if you're happy. But if you get sad, um, the purpose of that is to kind of force you to withdraw and take stock and look at why you're sad so you will automatically be like looking at 
other parts of your life and envy and jealousy um, is there because there is something in your life that you are um, lacking or you need to look at and deal with in your past. And I think that that basically backs that up completely, doesn't it? I love that, turning something negative into something positive. That immediate thought of I'm not a good person because that has been, because it's literally one of the seven deadly sins. Like it reinforces like this is a horrible trait of yours to be a jealous person or to be an envious person. Whereas really like, which is, I guess, those sins, those the seven deadly sins and, like, all that sort of moral guilt and, like, this is yeah. a sort of bad person. Because gluttony, so, like, so if you have, like, a big cake, then you're really sad. Eating and enjoying something, and pride is one of them. Yeah. And, like, so, like, not, I mean, it's not specifically just proud of your work. It's, like, pride as in, like, takes yourself too seriously. But they are just ultimate, like, human qualities that yeah. stem from, a, like, an early sort of, like, Imagine just like living that awful, like puritanical time when everyone's yeah, like just trying to keep you in check and keep the yeah, church in yeah, power. Exactly. That's so all you were, like all your things that make you human and interesting and like that you you know that you need that you to need express because greed is there because your body was being like, well, have another snack, please. Or come I'm on, hungry. I'm I'm hungry. There may not be some snacks. And so for a lust time. is you know have sex with something, otherwise humans are all going to die. You know, like yeah. those are all just human animal instincts. And then we had this like awful like religious arrival of things being like, no, suppress them all. Yeah, absolutely not. And and so that is just still sat there as like, oh, I must be a bad person. No. As long as you don't do anything well, this is, bad that's about the other thing it. That I was gonna ask the as thought well. itself is not bad. Like, because I think the way people deal with jealousy is interesting. And I think there are right ways and wrong ways to deal with it. But there are yes. also you can't control your initial reaction. So yes. like I know people that when they're jealous, um, they get like they basically are angry and like hate the person or like will will find ways to do the other person down just basically it's not a very nice reaction mm-hmm. it sounds like I'm talking about myself there but I'm not my reaction is to get upset at the fact that I'm I'm envious and then to immediately be like I'm shit that's why I haven't got the thing but I don't know but the first thing is it's it's not um you can't control how you feel like I will never be angry at someone when I'm jealous of them and the person or the people that I know who are angry will never be upset when they first experience jealousy they will always be angry but it's about like how you then immediately react to it like the first thing is automatic but the second thing isn't second stage you have full control over how you then approach this jealousy yes if your response is very negative let's say someone younger than you who was less experienced got promoted at work and your, your interaction is to go into the lose and just be like oh it's like text someone and be like oh, i can't believe it so that's fine but then some people may for example literally like start some sort of campaign to destroy the other person certainly or just start like bitching about them loads or just won't be able to to kind of get rid of that feeling of wanting to exact revenge yeah and you can completely control that that's where it, the whole perspective thing kicks in of, okay, sit down. You've been provided with information here. Someone got a job over you. What does this mean? Does this mean that you're in a company that's incredibly unfair and ageist, in which case it's telling you to move companies? Uh, is this a situation where um, you actually, when you're really honest with yourself, you've done something that has affected you getting that job? It's not just blind hatred just- and blind... Because then you are not only like formulating a plan, you're, you're kind of moving forwards rather than yes. staying in the same place. And and also it's positive. It's positive for yourself. It's positive for everyone around, around you because you're not being horrible about someone yeah. who's and it's not their fault <laughs> like, yeah and often jealousy does lead to revenge and then revenge just leads to it becomes then a really horrible canker inside you yes 
I've seen it happen with people who I've been very close to, but it doesn't have to go that far. No. And I think that's the very important thing. Also, yeah. crucially, if you just cry and think it's your own fault, then uh, I refer back to your excellent tip. Work on your self-esteem, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you, come on. Come it's on, not about mate. you all the time. Work on that. Um, but that's, yeah. that's just a... We should do a podcast on like how to have good self-esteem, but I just don't think we'd be able to fully solve anything because I think everyone has got some sort of self-esteem problem. Yeah, and then the answer is just me going, just have more. Yeah, so yeah, apart from Tessa, who... <laughs> have some more, just, mate, for God's sake. Have some of mine, think... please. <laughs> Not too much. I'll send it to you in a bottle. Um, <laughs> I um, I think jealousy is probably in three stages, or like there are three elements to it. So like number one is like the things that are presented to you for you to be jealous about, yes. of which some of them are just going to happen to you, and there's yeah. nothing you can do, do about them. Like somebody will, you will just pass women in the street with bigger hats. But there are also things that you don't need to seek out. So like interesting don't go on your facebook and you know see it through another engagement photo oh or someone because facebook is generally a very much a brag environment yeah and so if you are sort of feeling quite low or whatever just don't go on there I've like you know it's going to hurt yeah. you so don't be you can protect yourself from lots of things on there i think there's like a three strike rule if you've seen something it's made you feel bad about your life not mm. like they've not done anything wrong it's just it's made you feel bad and it's happened three times yeah. and i think you you can unfollow them they will never know they won't you, know you, you unfollow them, them. they don't friend them like, oh, I'm not gonna, oh, yeah exactly exactly that that we all worry about unfriending but just a make, sneaky make, unfollow. make your timeline something. get your timeline okay. exactly and also like twitter i mean don't go on that either because like the world's on fire that's, but that's people are not but there is not a space for jealousy there so much because it's a lot of people being like, guys... Shouting about Trump. Shouting about Trump. But if they're talking about their personal life, they're saying like, guys, I pooed myself at work. <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah, all very much... It's a sharing yeah. platform of like, I'll never guess what I've done now. Like, yeah. oh God. So you don't have, you rarely come away from Twitter feeling jealous. You come yes. away very sad about the state of the world, but not... Instagram's you know, the worst so, so one. get yourself... Follow like beige, at Beige Cardigan. Beige Cardigan's really good. very yeah. funny. Um, Basic Bitch Foundation. Like, there's just lots of like very funny... Yeah, stuff. It's the equivalent of watching like a film or watching a TV show because you're you're consuming something just on the basis of its own creativity rather than you're consuming something on the basis of um, comparison, direct comparison to yourself. If you look at a dog, you're not like, that dog is so furry. Why am I so bald? Like, yeah. you, you're not like that. Um, <laughs> look so, at his bow tie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wear a bow tie, look as cute. Um, so that's really, really a helpful thing too. You know, I, so I feel bad after going on Instagram. Absolutely. I, for ages, I didn't know what it was. I was like, I feel sad. I was like, oh my God. You I can curate yourself an Instagram. Yeah. That is just a lovely, happy place for you to look at happy things. Yeah. It does not have to be a place for you to look at your friends. And we live in a very unique environment. So maybe like 20 years ago, yes. you would hear about people that you went to school with or your relatives or your cousins or people that you sort of knew. You know, you would hear for that from your parents or from the newspaper maybe or from... You know, I guess your cousins put their information in the local newspaper. I don't Absolutely. know. My point here I know what is that at. nowadays, people that you don't even remember from school yeah. are literally in your face in the morning, yeah. in your bed sometimes. <laughs> Those people are in your bed yeah. telling, them telling you of about your boy, of their boyfriend or their children or their job or whatever. It is just, it's everywhere because that is what everyone is using to boost their own, you know, low, low morale and yeah. low self-esteem is to like boost themselves up on Facebook and show, you know, Say like, oh, this good thing happened to me today. Yeah. And that is the thing about, number one, you cannot stop it happening to you, but you can stop seeking it out. Big time. When it happens, oh, when you've seen the, the picture or you've the big hat. The, seen the big hat, mm. you've got five minutes, five minute window in which you're not sort of really in control of how you feel. So don't beat yourself up. Oh, so that's the first stage thing. Okay, cool. That's five not minutes. second stage number two. The first one is like, 
it's going to happen and it sometimes will happen to you. Right. So don't seek it out. No. Number two. Number two. Five minutes. Don't beat yourself up being like, oh, what a horrible person I am having this jealous feeling. Be like, yeah, cool, I'm having it. Yeah. And embrace it and... Feel sad, have a cry. Just walk, exactly. Have a cry, go to the toilets, punch the wall. Have a cry, go to the toilets. Sounds like, have a cry, have a wave. Yeah. You know, all your classics, get them out. Get all the water out of your body in any way you can. Sweat it out. Be cross, go for a lie down, walk it off. Yeah. You know, I've definitely had things where I'm like, excuse me, I have to go outside now. Yeah. I'm so cross. You know, don't, and don't, and just let those let those emotions happen. Do not beat yourself up, and certainly don't be cross at yourself because you're a naughty girl for having jealous feelings. And of then course. number three is the bit where you are now in control. After your five minutes is up, everything yeah. you do after that point, you are in control of. Good. Yeah. So take some take some ownership, take some stock, and be like, I don't have to be horrible to this person. Yes. Now. I don't have to be. Notice oh my that. goodness! Once, remember when Fergus? Hi, Fergus. If you're listening, I don't think he does. Told us um, our friend Fergus. Uh, was in Game of Thrones. He was. And uh, Tessa has spent the last five years just being like asking everyone that we've ever met in in any sort of industry how likely it is they can get her into Game of Thrones. And the answer is not, 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 none. It's none, not, non likely. Not, not, I can't stress this enough, non likely. <laughs> and then this happened to our friend. And My good al- friend as well. I was almost frightened. I was like, I, I, yeah, I was terrified to, for you to find this information out because I was just yeah. like, the, the pain. <laughs> I remember just like walking through and everyone was sort of laughing and then I was like, oh, thank you, and then someone was like, go on, tell her. And then he looked at me so sheepishly and said, I've been casting Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I, I, like my, I was like, like I couldn't con- yeah. control myself. Of course, yeah. And like, honestly, I had to take you like myself. One, you look <laughs> like one of those inflatable, long, stretchy garage men outside of garages. <laughs> For a bit. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. My whole body was just like absolutely out of my control. And I yeah. had to go outside and I honestly I ran round round the round the building. Oh. Like I was I couldn't believe it. Not that I begrudge him because he's literally a man with a beard. Like I yeah. it's not like I wanted to be, to be the Fergus, man with the beard. Like, yeah. Or that I begrudged him having it or any of those things. It was like a worst thing. Yeah, I someone has something that you really, really wanted. wanted yeah. I sort of couldn't control myself. Anyway, and then after about five minutes I came in and said I'm very proud of you and I'm mm. very sorry for what just happened there um, because it does like pass. But that's the crucial thing as well that you said that because I think it, obviously that's a very extreme version. You became a garage man, you went outside and then you came back in and said, oh, I'm very proud of you um, and I'm sorry about what happened there. But often that is as simple as it is. It's just, it appears more complicated. Like if, if you're jealous of some of your friend, you often will feel like really bad and it gets all messy. Because and then also, crucially, people had presented the information to me knowing, like, knowing offering that you me were, the space yes. to be painful and like that. now, off she goes. goes. Yeah. Like, you know, whereas if it had just been said at the dinner table, like, and been yeah. like, oh, you know, Game of Thrones is in Game of Thrones. And I would have been, <laughs> I would have been like, everyone would be like, it's lovely, why aren't you more happy? And I'd be like, no, <laughs> you know, I would have like, sma- snap the table in half or something. I think yeah. it's that thing of people being like, why are you making a fuss? What's wrong? Yes. Don't, do you want that? Like, yeah. you know, when you can't, but people fully had just given they'd me allowed that space yes. to, to run but it's always good bit. to to uh to say to the person that you're jealous of or you're envious of or you've acted in a way maybe you've been a little bit quiet with them maybe you've like snapped once or twice yeah. or whatever to then be like i was i was a little bit jealous about that and i'm really sorry because i don't think anyone is ever going to be like all right you dick no, because, because it isn't personal. No, so, like, it's a compliment. You have something that someone really, really wanted. And also you appear like Gandhi if you're like, 
Sorry, I was jealous, but I just wanted to let you know, and that like, it doesn't affect our friendship. Like, what a great mature <laughs> adult thing to do! And also to open, he said, "Like, I'm sorry, I was so jealous." Yeah, and I... that's like the nicest way of doing it, rather than making up some sort of weird. He's like, "Sorry, I, my mouth jammed shut and I couldn't stop convulsing, uh, and I couldn't speak to you because I'm mute now." Like, no, just say that you were jealous. Because then, when someone was like, "Is it because you're jealous?" You're like, "No, no you're jealous." Like, shut up! <laughs> like, it's such a horrible defensive. It's like. A so I think just to own that and be like, Hello. look I'm, how mature, yeah. and then just revel in how mature you are. Roll around in the floor for a bit because <laughs> you're thrilled with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this podcast is dedicated to Fergus, and I'm sorry about that time I literally ran away. And I really enjoyed him on Game of Thrones. And you absolutely smashed it. Great tip. Thank you. Great, like, uh, acknowledgement of the stages because I think knowledge is power. I feel like I'm the first person to ever have said that. <laughs> you are um knowledge is power so like yeah what do we do what do your we know brain now? giving you information and so that will help you move through these stages five minutes and you can do whatever you like and then then you take stock and then you you we, listen yeah. to your brain and what your yeah. brain is telling you, you is something's not right here and it's not just saying something's not right here because that person's a dick it's saying something's not right here you can you need to do something about this yeah um and so if it's the like engagement one if that is the thing that is spurring your jealousy, don't break them out. That's not helpful. No, of course. Um, but be like, okay, oh, that's always something I want. And sometimes you can just go and get it. And sometimes it's something you can't just actively go and get. No. And it's better to address where that feeling comes from you in, in you. Yeah, and, and how like, you can, whether you can go and get it or not, take steps to address, to make that feeling feel better and yeah, go away. Because I think the some of them are really practical and like, okay, yeah. Just go and get engaged, mate. <laughs> yeah, like I can go and get that same thing, no bother, but sometimes you can't. Yeah, that's of course. Like, if it's a big hat, really easy. Go and get if it. it's engagement and you're, and you're single, quite difficult. Because if you actively go and seek that out, why yes. do I feel this level of emotion? Maybe you have to work some stuff out, talk to some people, do something nice for yourself, concentrate on the fact that whatever you're, you're jealous of isn't the be-all and end-all maybe there's a, because obviously every plan is different and because everything you're jealous of will need a, and every brain who is jealous of that will need a different plan to help them but you you will know um, I feel like I did a very good face then I have a tip please this is slightly preemptive if you know if you're up against someone else for something mm-hmm. or if you are like you can see a distinct possibility uh, if something in the in the near future goes one way you're gonna you're gonna feel really really jealous there's a way of basically you visualize and um, the worst the absolute worst case scenario i.e the other person getting it so if you take the like engagement one you're like oh if, if my younger sister gets engaged yeah. before me and i'm still single i will be so jealous i won't be able to cope so then you have to regularly um and again it's that thing where it's like will you but you should regularly vi- really vividly visualize that happening and see yourself responding with real calm detachment because then when it actually happens you will have visualized that so many times it won't it will obviously hurt because that now it's real but you will have seen yourself reacting in a certain way it won't feel as alien and it won't feel as um you like because I think a lot of people when something awful happens that they feel so jealous like you you were saying you had to go and like run outside you do this you just don't know what to do with yourself and that will help you with that first kick to the face essentially uh a nice thing as well do something positive for someone else at the next available opportunity because that will help especially if you're somebody that feels bad about feeling jealous Um, because if you feel bad about feeling jealous that can often hurt your self-esteem because you will feel like oh I'm a jealous person that's not nice whereas if you do something positive for someone else then you can remind yourself that about how like easily about how changeable emotions are and how you're not one thing or the other thing and neither is that other person and 
also do do something nice for yourself like treat treat yourself treat yourself like buy yourself something nice um make yourself an amazing dinner organize something with like friends so you can just remind yourself that this isn't the end of the world there are very i mean unless the thing that you're jealous of is like i don't know the end of the world like literally the world is ending i don't know how that would link in your your world is not going to end just because someone else got something that feels like everything in five years time you will look back and go you know at the very most you'll go that, that that was a tough time but you won't be feeling it in your gut anymore, which I think is the crucial thing. Mm. That's like, banging, mate. I'm like, oh my God. So I hope that the next time something happens that makes you feel really jealous, you can maybe uh, help yourself a little bit and control that, that jealousy in a more effective and positive way. Because I think, like we are saying, all emotions are positive and even actually especially the negative ones the, the negative ones are actually the most positive in terms of doing something with them and they are literally your brain going do something about it don't because i think the ones that are about people just very distant from you mm. or about you know you're jealous of kim kardashian fine i'm away a bit yeah and that is something that you can address and work on and deal with but i think when there are things that are happening to people very very close to you mm. and to your very good friends or your friends at work they're yeah. like because inherently lots of the things that we do we become friends with the people that we work with and we yeah. work with our friends and all of our lives sort of wrapped up in other people's lives. Address it before it becomes something that you can't comes come back from. You. Yeah. Because you can't come back from. Communication. Exactly right. That's why communication. communication is so important. And that's obviously in, in the instance going like, I'm jealous of that! Like maybe not the best idea. <laughs> but you can definitely, there's, you, like we were saying before, there's nobody who's going to be horrified at someone that comes up to them and just says, I'm sorry if that's acting a bit weird. I'm finding yeah. it difficult that you are going out with that person. I find it difficult. Um, but I really hope that this doesn't affect yeah. us as people. And, you know, sometimes things do affect relationships. And that's also okay too. But you can do if you can do everything you can to, to stop that happening, then you've done everything you can. And, and, and like, you know you've done your absolute best yeah i think that's the that's the main thing, main thing. my my housemate um when she went out with her you know her new lover oh, yes. and he used to come around all the time he's the one who said once i look like the pigeon lady from uh, mary poppins Were you covered in pigeons no i was like had fingerless gloves on and a, okay. a shawl it wasn't a it wasn't a <laughs> incorrect <book>. statement <laughs> but i didn't care for it no. anyway he just came around they were, you know, so into each other and he came around all yeah. the time and I remember once like, making some like, quite snide, obviously funny, but snide comment in the kitchen and like, sort of like, you know, just being yeah. like cross. And then, you know, n- neither of us really addressed it and then a couple of days later she was like, why are you so horrible to him? And then I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> right, you need to have it to him. Right, you need to have it to him. <laughs> and then we sort of unpacked it a bit because I didn't dislike him. He, as an individual, no. very nice. But really the root of it was, I'm super jealous that you, now when I come home, you two are here like on the sofa and you don't hang out with me anymore. Yeah. And then once you can sort of communicate that and address it and saying it out loud to her was the first time I had sort of realised that. Yeah. In my head, I was just like, I don't like her boyfriend. <laughs> and in my head, but it wasn't that at all, is that I was, je- I was, je- yeah. I was jealous. And That's once you very can sort common, of say that, then she can be like, Oh, I'm sorry, and I yeah. know I'm sorry too. And it's a nice thing. It's it's not you just. I think that's so much nicer. You being you wanting to spend more more time with her than you hating her boyfriend. That's yeah, really difficult course. to deal yeah. with. Whereas you being jealous is actually way easier for the other person to deal with yeah. it because then they can be like, cool. In the future, she'll spend more time with you. Like she'll yeah. she'll you know divvy up her time better. 
um, r- rather than actually what would happen if you hadn't have said that is she would have just been like well Tessa doesn't like my boyfriend Tessa probably doesn't like me anymore and then you, you would have been a huge yeah, exactly. chasm it could easily you. have been a chasm a chasm would have formed and I imagine that so many relationships do based on people lashing out the jealousy crevasse mm. that's what I'm going to call it the, the things that it's actually one step away from jealousy it's a meanness yeah. that is born of jealousy but you are yes. you know you don't you don't it becomes know like that. revenge hatred or like, yeah, like you, you like, don't even yeah. know why you're doing it and that people obviously respond with just the information they're given which is I don't like your boyfriend. Yeah. So why, why would anyone, res- you know... Respond not kindly and fun to Exactly. I'm not going to invite you to anything. No, exactly. <laughs> Let, let's invite the girl that hates that hates him. Yeah. Over, no. Um, no, let's not. No. Anyway, so I hope that helps somewhat. I already feel better. I feel less jealous <laughs> of Tessa. Um, yeah, I don't think it's about feeling less jealous. It's no, about I being know. like, of course, I know you know. Okay. I know you know. You've yeah. done so well. Oh, that's so patronizing. <laughs> We went, no, I know it is. No, I know it. <laughs> yeah, rather than it being like, oh, how can I feel less jealous? It's like, you can't. No. That's going to be there. How can you deal with it in a different way? Yeah. Or how can you understand it better? What can it do for you? Okay, um, I can't wait to get jealous so I can try these tips. I can't, I can't wait either. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um, Please do tweet us if you have any fun ideas. The podcasts of future times at Stevie M. The S is a five and the S isn't jealous about that. Uh, mine is at Tessa Coates. Just letters. No numbers here. No jealousy. No jealousy. Only love and freedom. Please do email us as well if you have any, just some thoughts on, on your life and times or our life and times. Um, oh, it's a secret because... What's the secret? The We can't say who because she hasn't... So somebody wrote to us about the smoking yes. podcast and said that it was really helpful. And said it was really helpful, but she couldn't tell. She didn't have anyone else to tell because she told lied to everyone else and said that she already given up smoking. Yes, but she's given up. But so she hasn't. If you're listening, you we know, know who, who you are. are. And well we're, done. We're, we're so thrilled I'm, for you. And I'm especially thrilled because I thought that would not resonate with anyone. So I'm so happy. Thank you so much for get, for getting in touch. So yes, see, look. Also, we're reading our emails now. So send an email <laughs> to um, podcast at thedebrief.co.uk and please do give us a rate and review you on iTunes if you liked it if you didn't don't do that um and have a lovely week and we we will see you next week see you next week goodbye